I would like to procure the bag. I want to be a rich bitch. Penthouse doorman. Money, 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 rich bitch. Hey, give me that bag. Rich bitch. You're so rich. Oh, my God. It usually is. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's going to be a bomb episode. It's going to be a bomb <laughs> episode. Are we allowed to say that? Bomb. Oh, fuck. Bomb. You know how, like, when you're in an airport. Bomb, bomb, bomb. bomb <laughs> you're not allowed to say certain well, things. Well, we're on the internet, so. <laughs> we're on the internet. I think Although, we're not allowed to say many things. My thoughts are just, like, you know, the AI bots that are, read <laughs> SAO. SEO, SEO yeah. that are like they said bomb on They're this like, podcast they and are, now all of a sudden we're on a flight risk list or I some think we shit. We say <laughs> other things that are far, like, far we, worse. We talk I about know, anything here. I feel like yeah. I, I mean, the podcast is I want to be a rich bitch. I feel like they're True. not really. Like, but is, do they have bombs? Bitch These bitches bomb, have bombs. Though. I want to be a rich bomb. I want to be a rich bomb. <laughs> Guys, I'm sorry. Um, oh, my not God. Good. Okay. Happy, happy Saturday. It's happy a Saturday, Saturday that we're recording this. We're in person. We're in Sarah's living room. You damn straight. For those of us who still don't believe that we hang out in person. We do all the time. I they know. need to understand that. They need that. to understand. We're also busy. Oh, my God. We're Sarah so busy. Sarah is one of the most busy people that I know, mm. aside of my friend Catherine Quinn, who just will not quit and doesn't. I like, Quinn won't quit. Quinn won't quit. I Sarah have won't so stop. much respect Quinn for her. Quit. Sarah won't stop. Yeah. Mm. Edward's exhausted. <laughs> Edward is out. <laughs> Edward is exhausted. Yes. Well, but especially because I started my Good new job. job. <laughs> so listeners, we've had episodes before where <laughs> I've been like, maybe by the next time we're this is airing, I'll have a job. But this it is has that happened. time. It has happened. I'm going to keep the name of the place. Uh, out of my mouth cool. for security purposes. Makes sense. My uh, job is wonderful. Okay. Okay, I love great, it. Great. I have like my own little office cubicle situation. Oh my God. And I have oh like God. a little succulent on it. And I brought <gasps> hand lotion for when your air conditioning hands get tired from <laughs> and crispy from typing. And You have lotion I for love, your hands. I love the team. The people are great. He's One of hugging them, himself currently. I'm hugging myself. <laughs> Um, I'm playing with my big titty dum dums. Big titty dum dums. And yeah. uh, <laughs> big titty dum dums. One of the one of the girls in the office, she brought donuts in the other day, oh. and I she sent out a little Teams message, and I wrote her back. I was like, "You are pure evil," and she was like, "She was like, this is why we're all gonna get along here." Oh, work. She's like, "I'm an evil bitch." I was like, "Yes, I love wow. it." So everyone on the floor is fantastic. I love them. And it just feels really like bougie and fancy in my like new corporate work clothing that I bought. <gasps> Um, yeah, it's been kind of dreamy. It's also been a really tough adjustment because like sure. my brain does not do nine to five, 24 hours a day. And it's been, a, it's been a nice change. I like it. It's getting into the routine. I really went r- really hard okay. for the first couple days. I yeah. was like, okay, we're at the starting line. We're going to start out strong. And I woke up at 5 a.m. and I went to the gym and I worked out and I came home Are and you I a showered psychopath? and Keep I did going. my morning pages yeah. and then I got dressed oh. and I left my apartment. I did that for two days in a row. Okay. By day three, <laughs> Tuesday afternoon, yeah. this is day two now of me doing this, I almost fell asleep standing up because <gasps> I can make my desk a standing desk, which oh, I'm right. obsessed with. That's awesome. And I almost fell asleep standing up. So I was <gasps> like, okay, time to sit down. And by the time I got home that night, my legs were so fried from working out, standing at my desk, doing all the things, mm-hmm. that, like, my ankles were swollen. Like, old lady grandma <laughs> swollen. It was bad. Like a pregnant woman. Like a pregnant woman. <laughs> woman. Um, Damn. And so, uh, Wednesday, I, I got up early, but I just stretched on my floor and, like, rolled my back out with my foam roller. Mm-hmm. And then Thursday and Friday, I just slept in. 
I think that's the way to I go. Because I was like, I can't. I this so is this So what is time do you have to be there? I have to be there at nine. Oh, you know, that's not too bad. No, and like the getting up at five thing and being there at nine. Like I've already had a whole day. You know, oh, yeah. it's kind of it's kind of nice. No, that's great. Um, and I, I did this time last year. I was doing the get up at five a.m. Mm-hmm. thing. I remember. I did it for a couple months, and then I just got really burned out of it. Yeah. But I really like doing it. I just mm-hmm. need to not start at a hundred because my body yeah. was like, "What are you doing? Why <laughs> get out right Leave. now? Right now, <laughs> I'm the problem. It's me. Yeah. yeah. It was it was a lot. Um, but it was a good week, and I'm happy yeah. to be there. I'm so grateful for for this, and the people in the office are stellar. Great. Um, it's gonna be fun. How's the work? kind of easy great i hate saying that because like i was talking to my mom earlier and i was like i think theater people especially those of us who have like produced things oh god have like made our own projects so much are so used to going at 700 miles an hour that when we're not going 700 miles an hour we feel like we're being lazy assholes yes and so like sitting at this desk i don't have things to do all day i just got there right you know like i'm kind of picking up the pieces from the person who was filling in before me before i got there Mm -hmm. and then kind of creating Creating my own systems for what works for me and what works for them. Wonderful. And I love that. Yeah, but me too. it's not but it's not hard for me to do that because I've been doing it for so long with like spreadsheets and lists. And, and also like I think as people who have been in all different lives, lifestyles, things that we've done, things that we've uh, jobs we've had, things, you know, it's like of course you're adapting great. Like you yeah, you know how to we've freaking had to. create yeah. your own way to do something. You Absolutely. Know? And yeah. so like it's it's it, that's kind of the only like anxiety I have about it, which is completely made up in my own head because Mm -hmm. like I am doing the job and I'm doing it really well. I'm doing it thoroughly and efficiently and it feels easy. Right. And so I'm just waiting for the other shoe to drop for them to be like week three. It's like, okay, I want you to do these 700,000 things. They need to be done by five. And honestly, at that point I'll be like, great. You're like, thank God. Thank God. Rain on me. Rain on me. I want to go home ragged. <laughs> ragged. Wore out. <laughs> I want to fall asleep Tattered. on the subway platform. Scattered. Um, yeah. I don't actually want to do that. Yeah, don't but, do that. Please don't put that up. But there. it's been a great first week, and I'm so glad to be there. And it just was, it's a relief, and it is about time. Oh, my God. I'm so happy. And it is Monty, and I'm oh, it's going so, it's to so be much. a rich bitch as you soon are. as I pay some of these things off. <laughs> Listen, she's developing. The rich bitch is on her way. She is a she's in the car. Now. She's in the car. She was she was going like this for a while, you know. She had her thumb her out. Her thumb out just on the road. <laughs> and now she's in the vehicle. Right. And but she might have to do some things to get her and that's totally to the next okay. place. I'm, yeah, that's fine. I'm not proud. I'm not about No, 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 no. Uh, <laughs> none of us are. Hello. <laughs> Hello. But um but yeah, so that's that's that. That's so exciting. I'm so happy for you. And I'm sorry that I've been so damn busy when you started your thing. I mean, I wouldn't have been able to see you anyway. Like That's true. <laughs> that's true. I'm but an, I wanna I'm, I'm gonna pop in for floor. lunch. I want to wear a a sickening um, Rodeo Drive ensemble. I can find out if I can make that happen because we have like these beautiful pantries that are like kitchen nets. Well, I just want to like visit you and be like, hi, darling. Hi. Shall we go to the balcony? Let me me find out if I can do that. I don't see why not. I would have to, there's like a whole security thing. So like, I would just have to get you registered and all the things. But like, I'm sure we could. I'll find out. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. No, I just think it would be fun because we'd be like, ladies who lunch. Uh, I'll wear my purple. you know, twenty eight hundred dollar Rodeo Drive yes. power suit, and just show up and be like, "I have a meeting." Uh, hi, <laughs> I'm here to, um, I don't know, acquire and some like, assets. What? And like, <laughs> just let me acquire, yeah, yeah, micro, macro, um, 
yeah. investing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's spreadsheets. Yes. And they're it's, like, okay, it they're is, like, is she a prostitute? Is she for hire? <laughs> Um, we like her. Yeah. yeah, no, but it's, I, I'm again, it's, it's super grateful. And I actually, I worded this for someone else who texted me about this. Uh, once I had said that it was my first day at my new job and yeah. blah, blah, blah on the socials. And a friend of mine messaged me and she was like, how are you feeling about, about where you're at? Cause this is what I was doing when I was in my twenties. Like yeah. this was my answer to not having to wait tables. Yeah. And I said that. to her, uh, you know, I wish I would have stuck with it because they'd be making so much money. We talked about this before. And then she said, do you regret leaving it? Mm. And I was like, no, no. And, and, and the way that I worded it was, I'm glad to be back. Mm -hmm. And everything between then and now was just a big, beautiful wrinkle in time. Yeah. And I was like, I was like kind of impressed with myself because yeah, <laughs> I was like, that's great. Cause it's true. That is true. It feels very much like 20 year old me. And now year old yeah, me yeah, is like, sure. it's like, it's attaching. And yeah. it's just like this little divot of wrinkle in my timeline of like this wonderful life that I've led yeah. of like performing all over the country and doing all the things. Oh my God. You would be a totally different person. A totally different you person. You might be a sociopath. No, I'm you I mean, maybe. maybe. maybe? <laughs> no, 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 never, never, not you. But you would be different. I, and you and wouldn't my whole have life your, would be different. Your book, like the way it is yeah. and you wouldn't be who you are and we would never have met. Yeah. And I kind of view this as like a second chance. Yeah. Because what we talked about before, right. like the amount of money I was making at that age and yeah. ha having a career as a creative, uh, with a corporate job, yeah, you know, like now I get to do that with that in mind and being yeah. conscious of it instead of just like, Oh, this job that one day I'll get out of because I'm going to have a career. Do it's like, no, I don't want to get out of this job. No. I want to stay here. I want to make money and stabilize myself so that I can afford to make whatever the fuck I want. Exactly. And like, that's going to happen yeah. because I, I'm going to make it happen. I love that. I can't wait. I can't wait for that. Yeah. Well, you're already on your way. And I think that's really half the battle is also believing in yourself to keep going. I mean, you were, you were dealing with a lot of things on top of like, which we all do, but we had a pandemic of it all. We've had oh God, a, yeah. we've had a strike. We've had a whole mess of things going down. We've had a drinking problem. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> you can hear it all out. I, mean, I was like, we have a, yeah. uh, we have, Wars starting and uh, going. Don't and get me started. I'm not going to get into that, but I'm just saying, like, I was talking about Ukraine and then the Middle East. Then yeah. It just keeps going. And it's like, there's just so much happening. And I think that what you really should, and you've had some moments with employers and you've had some other, oh. but, but all of that has led you here. And I think that's really what this is about. And also, I think the main thing of being a rich bitch is fucking hanging in there. Yeah. Believing in yourself. Listener, you are seeing this happen in real yeah, time. Yeah, you literally watched it happen. You are listening to me becoming a rich bitch in real yes. time. And now we're getting the dollars. We're getting the dollars, <laughs> the bones. We're getting it all. Yeah, I mean, put the dollars on the table. I mean, seriously, yeah. you are getting that money. You are getting that stability. But also, like, mentally, like, it has to be such a, a huge weight lifted. Oh, my God, yeah. Because even I, and we'll get into the strike. Oh, my God, it's over. Um, oh my God. We'll get into my rich bitch moment. Yes. But I think that there's a lot of relief here. So much. I had be. I had a good cry. Oh, my uh, God. I was going to ask you. Because I had a good cry. I know. Well, I my recruiter called me. Yeah. I was I was temping at this exact office I know, I for that. three days. Mm -hmm. And the first day that I was headed in, it was a Friday morning. Yes. And I had just had my third interview with them Thursday evening. Yeah. 
And I'm on the train platform waiting for the train to come. Mm -hmm. And I get a call from my recruiter. And I'm like, if you are calling to tell me that they don't need me anymore and I am halfway there already, I'm going to lose it. Because that has happened to me before. Not with this recruiter, but with another one. And hateful. Hateful. And so So I picked up and I was like, hello. And she was like, hi, I know you're probably on your way in, but I couldn't keep this to myself any longer. You got the job. And I just like stood on the train platform and I was like, oh, my God. I was like, "Um, the train's pulling in. Let me call you when I get to my office. (laughs) (laughs) And this was the office that you were Same office. I mean, it's a different it was a different floor. It would be awkward if you were like on your way to another job and you're like, I got it. You know, right. Whatever. Or I didn't get it. And I was on my way to the office. Never mind. That's way worse. Way worse. And then I had to sit there and be like, yeah, well, I got passed over for this job. (laughs) Oh, it's you. Right. Guy that just walked in here. Woman, whatever. Oh, it's you. Okay. Throw you down the elevator shaft. (laughs) You're dead now. I mean, honestly, the views up there alone. If you ever come to visit the views, it's like I'm on the 40 something floor. I love a good high. And like High some rise, some of these yeah. beautifully decorative old gilded age buildings that go that stretch that high are stunning. And it's like face work. to face right out the window. Wow. It's lovely and beautiful. We love. That's so good. Like, oh my God, the drama on TikTok with like this theater in the Midwest. Oh my God. I don't know anything about this. Oh, um, there's this theater in, theater in the Midwest called okay. Circa 21. I've never worked there. I've come close, but from what I've heard in the yeah. past, like I was like, I don't need to work there. We're good. Um, but this woman who was, I believe their stage manager mm-hmm. took to TikTok and was like, I was just wrongfully terminated for protecting a rape victim. Where there was a witness and whatever, and they still made her go out on stage and perform with her rapist in this show. And it was so, and this woman's like kind of tearing up and sobbing while she's telling this story. And there was a follow-up video and she recorded the meeting that they called where they read this like very PR sterilized lawyer message about what they're going to do moving forward. And she yelled at them in the meeting and called them out this, that, and the next thing. And it totally made them look like they, I mean, they had egg on their face. Like they, there was nothing that they could do and say, no, that's not what happened. We've seen it. I think a million people now have seen it. Wow, It's nuts. But like, it's so disheartening because like shit like and the poor woman didn't want to report it to the police sure, like she and was now afraid she's in the and now she's in the out you know, there as a person who was the, the i will say the stage manager was very good at not saying the show not giving names good. like whatever so she protected these people yeah from that at least except for she did mention the owner and the people who mishandled and mismanaged the whole situation oh my god um so there's now all this drama on tiktok where people are like girl you get a lawyer like this is like some f- like this you were wrongfully insane. terminated yeah. this is retaliation this is the next thing and you know what i'd never want to see small theaters lose but when something like that happens yeah. i'm just like burn it down abuse Start, abuse of any start form. over yeah obviously is this tainted it's abuse it's 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 systemic it's bad um and if it's happening within a small little theater you can only imagine like of course it's ha- it, it's happening it happens everywhere mm-hmm. we know this like mm-hmm. it's happened to me at other theaters yeah. i've seen it happen to other people yeah. um that stuff happened to me not anything like rape but i've been touched inappropriately and reported it and got reprimanded that it's my fault because yeah. of high look and it's really disturbing right. when you're like 16 and you're like why are but the good here's the thing there's the good thing is is i think we have to talk about these things because it makes people feel empowered when something if something were to happen or to be an ally if exactly because i luckily i've always been that bitch so when that woman told me 
another woman, ironically, Ugh. that it was my fault because of how I looked and how I dressed, which was just like anyone else, especially at the time. I wasn't dressing any particular, but it doesn't matter that this happened to me. I literally was like, well, you're wrong. I can't wait to share my parents this information. You might lose your job. You know what I mean? Like, it yeah. was like, I was funny. immediately funny like, that. yeah, I literally was like, <laughs> <laughs> you're an idiot. How are you so much older than me? And you are such a bitch. Well, because dumb. because that generation yeah. like didn't grow up with that empowerment. I'm sure something happened to her once, and she just wants to, you know. Or she, she sure, yeah, but like it's all of that to say that when you call it out, whether it's yeah. publicly on the internet with, with uh, f- amongst friends or whatever, sure. you take that not just that person's power away, but then you make other people pay attention that you're the person that is not to be fucked with. Not, not, not today, baby. Not today, baby. And yeah. like, you know, again, I don't want to see a, a small theater do badly, but like if sure. that's how you're going to manage, all of us have grown up in a, an entertainment world of some form where we were told to just behave and fall in line and be compliant and, mm. you know, don't speak out and don't cause trouble because you don't want to be the difficult person. Yeah. You know, you want to work here again. Oh, I hope they hire me again in the future. And it's on sets. I mean, it's not, I don't think it's as bad because I feel like there's more advocacy on sets. But um, I even, you know, knowing like how Katherine Heigl is treated. She was so, quote unquote, difficult and she lost all that work. And then you find out later, it's like she just was asking for things that were I'm sure maybe she had a day that was shitty or whatever. But how many we men are like screaming drunk on set and they're like, he's fine. <laughs> he's a star. Just stand him up. He's a great guy. Come on. Only that one time that he. Da, 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 yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's just it's nowadays. I think she would still have a very I think she still she has a career still. She still produces and does stuff. Yeah. But my point is, I think she was on skyrocketing. And she went down when people were like, she's difficult. She's and there was no difficult. real like evidence or exactly. like, what does that mean? And, and to me, difficult only means that you're not willing to be taken advantage of. Right. So like uh, be difficult. Be difficult. Be perfect. Be good. Right. Be fucking good. Right. Be, be professional. Be difficult in a way that is like, you know. The right way. Uh, right. Right. I, I don't even really know well, how to phrase it. I mean, it. I think that brings, honestly, I'm going to go to it. That brings us to the strike of it all. We were not, we were not, yes. we were not complacent with the AMPTP. We were very difficult. Yeah. And that's how we ended this. And pitch. got what we wanted. That's how we ended this. Yeah. I have to say, when I, I was, okay, so we had just gotten off our thing, right? And I was in the shower. I'm literally like, so tired. I know we both were tired. I think I'd done something that day, maybe three things, and you had done things, and then we had a thing, and then we had, a, you know, we had done our thing. It was a long our day. Our sandwich day. Yeah. You know, layers. That, I mean, that was the day that I almost like fell asleep standing up. That's my desk. the day. I remember. It was and nuts. So I was also tired, not falling asleep standing up, but she was tired. So I'm in the, I'm in the shower. I'm literally washing my hair, and my phone is like, like flipping out. It's like, <laughs> and I'm like, what is happening? Like people are calling me, texting me. It's like going off like like crazy, and I'm like, uh oh, something bad happened. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I open up my phone, uh, and uh, I have a Galaxy Z Flip. Sorry, it opens. Anyway, I open up my phone because <laughs> I didn't really make any sense what I'm saying, and um, I open her. And I see the text and someone's like, it's over. The strike is over. And I just like, I just like paused and was like, what? is this for real? And so then I was like, let me Google this. I'm not going to, you know, and there it is in deadline. And it just had come out like two minutes or maybe a minute ago. Yeah. Okay. 
But the union hadn't said anything, which means just as normal AMPTP shit, their direct line to deadline, which you know exists because they always put out this really gotcha head. No famous people are on the line or whatever variety or deadline. And you're like, bro, that's absolutely the opposite. But okay. Um, And I was like, this is such a direct line to the AMPTP. It's like somebody from the was like, please write this, you know, like PR, please. But so the fact that it leaks so quickly, I think they they did it before SEG after could be like, yo, we did it. Just some last minute petty shit. Yeah. But so I see it and I'm like, I want to get excited. I'm in shock right now. Right. But I shouldn't. But I can't until the union, the exactly. people that actually give a fuck, that actually are the on the right side of history. You know, it's like it's like you hear it from like a conglomerate and you're like, let me just hang on a minute. Let me hear it from the horse's mouth, baby. Right, right, like right, right, let me right. hear it from the people bring I bring that horse over the here. The thing that bring <laughs> bring Bessie right over. That's a cow. Bring, bring Stormy right Daniels right over. <laughs> anyway, she's not a horse. I just love her name and it sounds like a horse. Yeah. Um anyway. They, I, they bring that. I'm like, wait, wait, wait for that. <laughs> Mr. Ed to come on over with that peanut butter. Yeah. So anyway, the fucking finally, I just go, I, I got to find out. So I found out in ways and they were people confirmed. And I was like, OK, let's see what happens, please, though. I still don't feel like it's real. And then the union came out with the thing. And that's when I just like, yes, I just I just thought about all the things I've done. All the things we've talked about on here. In the I mean, last how ma- 120 days. Literally. Yeah. We've talked about months and months. We've talked about how insane this whole situation is. How yeah. what we're asking for is like LOL. Yeah. Like straight up. It's literally like, like. cents on the dollar like for Like cents on the fucking dollar. And it's for like us being the face of the thing that made you millions. And you're like. No, mm, and it's know. like what? It's yeah. like nothing we're asking for is going to even hurt you. It's fact it's going to make better creativity. Anyway, so I remember just every day too in the rain, in the heat, in the cold, screaming, uh, chanting, trying to uplift, trying to play songs that mean something to me, creating playlists, creating chants that go with a hey mm-hmm. ho ho, Cobra Greedy's got to go, or like uh, my neck, my back, we got a fair contract. You know, is now we got a fair contract. Iconic, say. iconic. You, you will know, go down in history. I mean, Avis Boone is the uh, co-author. She is a goddess, and she was my co. I don't know. She's my she's my picket gal, and we were on our picket was the number the first site. It was. Hudson Yards, HBO, or Max, whatever her fucking name is. Um, and uh, we would always say the hottest club is on 10th Avenue between 32nd and 33rd before yeah. 12 noon, y'all. Outside of the HBO and, studios. Yeah. And it was that. It was a yeah. gag. And doing that for so long and being on the board and running for re-election and, and honestly taking jobs that normally I'm like, they're not shitty. They're great work. Right. But it's like normally I wouldn't have to do those things. Right. Normally I would be like, Oh, between this and a little that, Sarah's booking for the... She's good. She's an well, actress. Well, now you get to be. I know. And what's actually was surprising, too, is, like, even during the strike, you know, there's that sense of, like, I, I never wanted to lead this whole thing with a doom and gloom fear mentality. Right. Because some of the things I was seeing from people I respect and people that... Um, it disappointed me, frankly, was the doom and gloom of it all. They're not going to do anything till December. They're not going to do anything to a, you have no fucking idea, baby Two, That's all that's doing is making everyone feel like it's hopeless out there. Why yeah. am I picketing for two months? 
when that's a certainty. It's never a certainty. Negotiations are negotiations. You go in the room. The negotiators don't even know how much longer we have for this. Uh, Fran spoke of at the press conference that's now live that she was she was going to go to bed and think on some things. And she was like, I don't know if we're going to get these things in the middle of the night. Duncan Crabtree Ireland was like, we got them both, gal. And you don't even like in the middle of the night. Yeah. One, two punch, boo boo and, and Fran. I mean, those those two are oh, I, the two of them. The are just Duncan the best. and the Fran of it all. Oh, I love that. Someone needs to write like. Duncan and Fran. Oh my God, there was like a rumor that they were like seeing each other, and I was like, he is fully a gay man with five kids. And she's Fran Drescher. But also, like, fully a gay man, I I would date Fran Drescher. (laughs) That's true. I was like, ah! Because she's she's fabulous. She is fabulous, truly. Wouldn't we all? Um, Sorry, President, love you. Uh, (laughs) Fran, you're good. No, no, Fran. Absolutely love her. I absolutely love her. We just think you're a, a gag gal. But anyway. Um, she, she is incredible. The whole negotiating team's incredible. But while they're all exhausted and fighting these human beings that a lot of them are sociopathic to the point where you're just like, you don't even know what a person is. You haven't been around people for years. You don't really know. I'm not speaking for all of them, but there's a lot, there's so much wealth there and conglomerate and non-creativity that it's like, they thought we were insane for wanting to get money for what we do. You want to be paid? But show my peons, you just, you're my puppets. I give you, (laughs) I give you a little crank and you do it, you know? And it was like, I give you a little crank. And they're like, well, it it also like that. What you're saying about that kind of reminds me. My friend Dion from way back in the day, he and I worked together in in the famous Reno hairspray situation (laughs) that I did. Oh, spray me. Oh, oh. Reno. I remember one time we were talking amongst a couple of us, and he said something like his mother or his grandmother always said, "Never let someone give you breadcrumbs and call it a meal." Yes. And that has stuck with me for over a decade. And what you're saying about these people, like the peons wanted me to pay yeah, them. Come on. Because for so long they've gotten away with giving us breadcrumbs yes. and being like, look at this meal we're giving you. Right. Well, they the problem is, trap. too, is was gaslighting because right. in the past it wasn't like they were openly like, so I don't know if you know this, but what we would do is we the, do the TV theatrical contract that used to be all the networks, not mm. the streaming networks. Right. And this was just our last negotiation was related to that. And we had a separate contract with just Netflix. We wow. still wait. Okay. Netflix wasn't even a part of the MPCB. Wow! Like just our last con. That's how fast this has accelerated. Yeah. So we we were coming to this like, wait, you guys kept the veil up and being like, there's not that many people that watch it. Truly, no, 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 no. And then when things leaked, and we're like, okay, yeah, wow, no. millions of people. Yeah, literally, this, right? literally, succession alone. Um, but Netflix especially is raggedy with yeah. the way i mean the 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 stories of the and i think we've talked about this the orange is the new black gals having to pay their own right, living while they're the stars of a goddamn show and like netflix world famous. netflix get it together get your fucking life well, and I was, this was also something that i was talking to um our friend from yeah from the agency yeah uh that i now work with yeah and she was like you just have to picture like the people that make these decisions, like imagine like a twenty three year old who's never left his mom's basement who plays who watches anime all day. Yeah, it's like that's literally who you're dealing with. I wish they I would get with that person. Well, I'd be like, have you seen right Pokemon? But, but like, I mean, like okay, the, sorry. Sailor the, Moon, the okay. trope of it all. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. 
and it's like it's like not rolling. how old studios were. It's right. just like these fucking nerds and num- who want numbers and yeah. growth and money and yeah. blah 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 blah. Yeah. Which I get. It's a business. No, you I kind of wish it was more. I mean, it is that, but it's still Bob Iger, Zaslav. It's still At old top, ass white course, dudes yes. right now. Yeah. Right, but I mean, like they don't. They're not the decision makers down here. No, they pulled the puppet strings and yeah. and delegate. But they came to the new. Well, this is what's crazy. They never the the four the big four came to our our place like they came to seg after oh. for these last meetings they we didn't go to them tail between their legs yeah. so like my thing was like that was no and i will give them credit to um to Iger. Yeah, that's to, big of them that's huge to have these really powerful human beings who like previously have never been questioned essentially yeah um come to us to make a deal because they know shit's getting wacky and they have to do something yes i'm sure they're getting pressure from so many people shareholders yeah shareholders famous people the yes. board production studios bobby bobby blah everybody so i'm just happy that they were able to make a deal and i just have to say and to go back to the moment it hit me it was just like all these things that hit me were like i have been literally like make i've gotten sick before outside not that i get sick a lot ever really but i did get one time because i was in the rain for too long picketing but it just meant so much to me and then there was a and then i did another thing right after i should have gone home and just taken a hot shower and been like stop but just like i we had to just do these things every all the time while living our full lives while pursuing acting like i still booked like commercials and things but it was like it's exhausting when you're while you're trying to be a person, you're also trying to fight for your rights as a as a artist. But in your whole entire this is my whole life. Yeah. If this went away, sure, I have a great You'd relationship. I'm fucking killing I have my own business, blah 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 blah. But this industry is my heart. This is where I grew up. This is what I yeah. wanted to do my whole life and I do do. And I worked so hard to get to this point and to have it just you know, to do like that, I never once though thought it would go. I never once though thought um, we would lose because we had everything. They have nothing. They well, think they had everything, and we have everything they want. Of course. Well, and I, I will, I will also say to your point of like, if this would go away, as someone who has experienced what I spent my entire life doing, yeah. go away. Yeah. You know, like it sucks, but having something else and like, and like, we're all smart. We'll all figure it out. But having something else for me has been the most valuable thing in that lesson because it can go away. It can go away at any moment. And whether, whether that's like pandemic, everything went away. Exactly. So like being able to just chameleon yourself into something else or Mm -hmm. reinvent yourself or however you want to phrase it. Yeah. Like, I just think that is the most valuable thing to, to be able to have something else and not make your whole life about. No the one thing no. because I think in the long run, eventually it does go away. Sure, for you, whether it's by choice and you're like, I need to be out and mm-hmm. dip, mm-hmm. or things don't happen as much for you anymore, mm. or whatever the case may be. It's like, well, then I always have this that I can go to, and that's fine. yeah. And I just think, but my thing is, is like, it's the whole industry. Like, I could do, right. I could do a print thing, or I could become a creative at whatever, or I could, um write a script it gets sold and blah 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 these are all so many different things but all in this like, industry yeah and it's just the thought of this industry you know going away was such a bummer but i also have like you said all these other things i do but yeah but i don't i don't want to be a hobbyist this is my fucking craft this is what i love yeah and it's like it was so annoying frankly i don't know it's my refrigerator's haunted anyway it was so annoying and we're gonna watch doctor sleep later um that 
people were just such like there's a lot of doom and gloom not from our side i just mean in general it's just like oh god like it's oh well, you know? i mean i think i i'm not a doom and gloom person no but i think in in, in the scenarios in which they like sag after was negotiating with amptp especially ai specifically yeah there needed to be a real conversation about the dangers of this game oh 100 and like i can totally see how that would be interpreted as doom and gloom oh no no but it was necessary mm-hmm. in certain circumstances oh, to 100%. be like you know i mean that we've talked about this before with scarlett johansson's suing for someone yeah. using her voice on a commercial yeah. she didn't do like it would just be more of that over and over mm-hmm. and over again and these conglomerates have enough money and legal team that they would just bury you in paperwork mm-hmm. and you would never see the light of day mm-hmm. and so then why bother fighting it and that would be a precedent mm-hmm. that would be set by something like this not coming through right but we have the law we have everything on our side so it's like when i say doom gloom i mean like whatever actors you're spoiled you don't need any of this oh yeah you're well, la- that's, you're, that's you're, just ignorance well, that's what i mean like yeah. there was a lot of like why even just go away hollywood you're trash i'm like i'm not hollywood i'm i'm an actor right do you know so that's what i meant is like i would like to be hollywood i mean i already oh, wow. kind of am but you know what i mean <laughs> like you know what i mean i don't live there i don't no, like i don't want to live I, there I, I do, um, like a couple times, you know, like off maybe and on. a weekend a month. Oh yeah, I like. I used to love going about six times a year to pitch shows and to yeah. audition. That's awesome. Or oh, I'd like to be by coastal, but New York is me home. Same. I love me home. Me home. Uh, me home. But uh, yeah, no. So that's not a. You know, I, it makes me think of like. Um, I've never been all my eggs in one basket. It was just such a. It's just I hate it when something that is completely out of my control punishes everyone for its greed. You know, this isn't just like I had I had a life with someone for 11 years, married them and it was gone in like a matter of I don't even know. And I was fine. Yeah. Uh, This and that. You have other things. But it's like the thought that like something that's not just me, but is like everyone who's ever wanted to work in this industry is going to be fucked by like five people. Yeah. It just was like such a fucking dick. It's, Shit. De- it's depressing to think about, but but it didn't, and we won. It did, exactly. It doesn't. Huge. It doesn't matter now because we it doesn't won. fucking matter. <laughs> but my point is, is like my mind kept going to like, look at all these people I've met on the line. Look at all these massive close ties I have with human beings that I hadn't had before in that yeah. way. A fight for the rights of all of us, and this is a historical thing. Yeah, I got to meet incredible human beings, and oh my God, and yeah. watch the fight for for this wonderful thing that we do. And I don't know, man, it just, it hit me. And there were moments where I cried. There were moments where I was like sad and happy and sad only because I don't want to fucking do that shit anymore. But, and I'm glad we won, but sad that like you create this, like, I hate the word tribe. It's dumb as fuck. You create this community of people that like are in it to win it. I found my tribe. Yeah, I hate that white woman <laughs> shit. I don't want to say that shit. No, but I know f- what you mean. It's like Do you know what I mean. Like you have even even though you're there for bad reasons. Yes, we created stories in our lives. Created good out of it, Bonds. and now that it's over, it feels like you're losing. Yeah, something. It's like when people, uh, when men in like history, I used to read like so much stuff like about war and and first World War One and two and like what was life like in the trenches. And a lot of men that went to war would say the same thing. They're like, I don't want to ever fucking do that again. I don't ever want to be in that situation. But I made this like band of brothers. Like I made this like right. 
this group of humans that, and we knew we were, you know, at, well, they it's, were it's fighting kind of, for the right thing. Right. You know, it's, it's kind of trauma bonding. You know, like, it is. It really is. It in, is in different ways, and I totally it's under- activism too. And I love that shit. Yeah, yeah, and I completely get it too. You know, like of course you're gonna bond and mm-hmm. become close with people who are all like minded and want similar things. Yeah, and, and are also are different, all physically but all- together. Yeah. Regardless of their differences, exactly. And else. So, it's beautiful. I mean, it really is, and it's it's definitely going to be a summer slash fall to remember. It will never be forgotten for the books. And let's, yeah. but let's hope we never have to do it again. Yeah, let's <laughs> never do it again. But we did it, and we won. And I just think, and I loved that the world was on our side. Yeah, I loved that so hard. Oh, so hard. Like there was nothing. That's when I knew. It's like, yeah. there's no question we're going to win because they've won strikes that the the world wasn't on their side where it was very anti-union in this country. Yeah. And honestly, what I love about this especially is the ripples it's created in the country and the world for labor. Yes. yes. Non-stop. Yes, 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 yes. Well, and that that was like the WGA obviously started it, but the SAG-AFTRA of it all was like really the domino that yep. made everything else fall mm-hmm. because then you had the nurses, the teachers, yep. the auto workers, every bu- fucking buddy. Airlines. Strike. Airlines. Um, <clears throat> and I hope that it continues and I hope that the, it will, the conversation, Cause they're winning every single strike is exactly. Won. And uh, well, I just saw the auto worker one too. That yep. was amazing. Um, Incredible. but like, they're I the really, strongest union ever uh, auto workers. Good luck. Yeah. But I really hope that it continues to embolden people to yeah. join unions and stop, stop it with this like negative Nancy, like I hate unions that. hurt the worker narrative which like had been put into the groundwater for so long and now i think this is finally a moment in history where we can see that that is fully not true mm-hmm. it is not foolish mm-hmm. to join a union that's and, the man trying to make you feel that way exactly and and really every single industry regardless of pecking order or level of skill work or whatever should all be unionized it doesn't matter if you are in a call center or at mcdonald's or doing whatever it doesn't matter if you want workplace protections you you need someone to advocate for you exactly and this was and and like that as well and two things especially because if the people at the top are going to keep doing what they're doing yeah then the workers at the bottom are going to be taken advantage of forever. Yep. There has to be some kind of unionization. Yes. Across the board. Like even when, when COVID stuff started lifting, I was like, I hope that there's, that they start an essential worker union. Yeah. And if you are considered to be one that you are in it and that you can take these people to task. Yeah. Um, I love unions too because they're always so some are very specific to their trade, which I love, and then some are like more encompassing, but it works. Like yeah. I love There's the, the freelancers union. Exactly. And I love the um the way it's written out, like their constitution and how everything works. I just find it to be so fascinating. Yeah. And so effective because collective bargaining is everything. Everything. The bigger, the more powerful you are is by your collective bargaining. And if you have somebody at the table and also um, Fran said this last night, we are now the most powerful entertainment union in the world. We were the, we were powerful, but now we are far, we are the unquestioned because our contract is the best contract that's ever and been it, for it anyone. It will be the blueprint for everyone it else. It will. So, um, you know. I just want, it was awesome. Blueprint for everyone else, not even in entertainment. No, exactly. Like other unions can use it as a exactly because it's so strong. Think about the Teamsters too. I mean, I know oh they were God, very yeah. frustrated and I know it was very hard. Iatsi and I'm so, too. Iatsi, Teamsters, everybody. Yeah, yeah. That they were just like, fuck guys, like ours is coming up. We've already been out of work. We need to, but what, what this does is the AI protection, especially 
Guess what happens when there's not real actors? None of you guys have jobs either. Exactly. You know, and I think we had to we had to wait this out. I feel for everyone that's upset. I feel for everyone that had to go through this. Believe me, I didn't want this to long last longer than a day. I, it's bullshit that they even took longer. Because yeah. really what they did was go, never. And then they were like, and then fast forward 118 days. Okay. Like, okay, like, well, why didn't we get here? <laughs> like, bitch, what the fuck? Listen, maybe they had some lessons that needed yeah, to be Yeah, I learned. think they did, and they learned them. Um, but <laughs> but uh, I will say this has made me... Um, come more alive as a human being i feel i you know there's things in your life like the first time i left the country and went to japan the first time I, my heart was broken the first time i had a loss you know the first time like i did, did you know acquired something a level of something it always levels us up as people and i really just feel like this was not what we wanted and it was technically not what we needed, but it happened. And I think it's made me so much stronger and yeah. better. And um, I'm so honored to not only have been reelected, uh, but to see what happens in my union service while my acting career continues to go up. And I think all of that is all combined. And I think that's all involved in being a rich bitch. I think you're going to take Fran Drescher's job. Oh, I love her so much. I love her so much. Um, I would love to one day be the president of SAG-AFTRA. I'm not even going to, and, and I'm not, I'm so, but I know what work I have to do Yeah. to the, get there, and I'm here for it, but I'm also here to, I don't know, what I love is being respected by my peers, and I just feel so seen and respected by my peers, mm-hmm. and that's the glory and the and the brilliance of doing what you love and being respected by the people around you. That's what I love about SAG after. That's why the SAG awards mean more to me than anything because it's your peers voting on them. Yeah. It means so much to me. And um you know, it's just it's such a it's such a beautiful thing and I'm so happy that we did this. I'm so happy we won. I'm so happy you were there with me. Uh, I know. Were, I wish I could have gone more, but it's I had fine. So much I'm fun. so glad you were there, and and Michael, and there's so many other people that aren't even in this union that showed the fuck up. That's that's the thing that I loved the most about it is being on the line and seeing people who were like in the retailers union yeah. and like truck truck drivers. Like yeah. it was just so wild. To Nurses, see, like, I was the, like, like, girl, and work. teachers, and like it just was so great to see so much support from unions that have nothing to do nothing to do with us with SAG after at all. Quote unquote. Yeah. And it was it was great. That was my favorite part of the whole. Me thing. too. And it was it was unifying. And it also showed that as a human, as a human human race, as a society, we are all interconnected. We all combine. We all are touching each other in some way. Like I go to this. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but you know, when I go to the grocery store, I'm talking to somebody who works there. If I go to this, when they watch a movie, they're watching us on screen. If this, we're all interconnected. Of course. Even indirectly. And I just loved that they all showed up. And I, I will show up for you. Any, I mean, look, it, whatever happens with IATSE and the team, IATSE coming up in terms of their contracts or yeah. equity, you know, SAG after is going to show the fuck up. So, because yeah. people showed up for us. Yeah. And we showed up for them. Do you know what I mean? For real. Because with United Our Workers, we've continued to show up. The Writers Guild, we showed up from day one. Well, and, and again, like you were saying about the ripple effect, like this, this negotiation, this agreement will also influence the agreements yep. that others are going to be making. Yep. So I'm I'm curious to see where this goes in the future. I'm so excited. And it kind of gives me a little bit less of an eye roll for the future of the industry in yep. in that it it so often is so easy 
to feel not seen and taken advantage of without even doing anything. Mm -hmm. It's just like this massive pool of noise and people. Yeah. And so like, of course the feeling of getting lost in there is palpable. And so now with these negotiations, it feels like, okay, like someone has my back. A hundred percent. And I don't think it, for me at least has not felt that way. Mm. But this win for me feels like, like the scene, we got this. the scene and heard factor. It is so seen and heard. I agree, and, and I mean that on a general. But that's the thing. It's like the jadedness of it all, the eye roll of it all. That's what they want us to do. You know, they want us to be like, whatever. I'm out. Like this isn't gonna work. Like, and this is wonderful because this is a group of humans, especially negotiating committee. I commend all of them, every single one of them. Um, even my friend Joseph, who uh, didn't make it through through the whole thing, um, but sacrificed his time. Um, it was like, it's like these people did all of that for this very reason. So we could have all the things we want and be seen and be supported and, and just have a living wage. And um, it's beautiful. And uh, I'm so glad they didn't go, whatever, fuck, you know, they just never let up. And I'm so happy. I want everyone who's listening to this, who's a seg after member to vote yes on this contract. Again, it is a blueprint. It is the start of something big. Is it perfect? I don't think it can be, but I think it's wonderful. And I think we have to support this to make progress. And it is really good. It's really fucking good. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Anyway, I just love, I love my union. I love my industry. I'm so proud to be part of it. And I'm so proud of this podcast. And I'm happy to see what's going to happen in the future. A lot of things have been kakaraka, baby. I mean, what's so crazy is I made that, I made that meaning with my lit person, Shout out to Lene. I love her. Um, I made that meeting like a while ago and it just so happened to be the day the, the, stru- day. the strike ended. So it was a very different meeting. Literally. <laughs> I was like, I thought we were just going to be like, hey, how's it going? Right. Yeah. I can't really sell any of this right now because I'd be a scabby bitch. I don't, I would never. Drew Barrymore. So I, <laughs> sorry, seriously. Um, and Bill Maher. Uh, but I, I truly was like, yeah, I can't do, but then uh, it was a totally different meeting. She's like, what you got? I was like, Oh, oh hey, here we go. Here we go, babe. <laughs> so I'm so pleased. I'm so happy with my reps too. I mean, I've already gotten already an uptick in opportunities immediately. So, and I did a great fun acting gig yesterday after my, it my, was my third thing of the day. So you're nuts. I'm fucking insane. I could I don't know if I could do your schedule. I know. I just love it's it. It's nuts. I And then I have time of rest. It's so I long. I do appreciate that at my current desk job, I will have time to like emails, do emails and the things. Yeah. And it's it's just, oh God, I cannot stress to people enough. Like I know that waiting tables is money sometimes, but like to be able to make money and sit at a desk with a computer and, <laughs> and make shit happen. And actually have an hourly, an actual, well, you're not hourly, but you know what I mean? Have a salary, have a thing because waiting tables, bruh, it is like literally whatever it is, a dollar and it's yeah. all tips. It's so up in the air. Fuck that. That's, that's started to change a little bit. When I was bartending, I was getting, I've been out of it for so long. I was getting 15 an hour. Oh wow. And then tips. Oh, which I still, like $2 I mean, dollars and whatever, but I made tons of tips. Right, right, right. right. This was like 2009, 10 and then 11. I was like, eh, we're yeah. I felt, I fell on tipping culture, TikTok the other day mm. and there was this woman and kind of breaking down why tipping is unnecessary and mm-hmm. terrible. Um, because it's just, you know, pay a living wage. Pay living no. wage. Oh, but really? So that we don't have to. And like her breakdown was much more intelligent than that. And no, I'm but I mean, it's simply tired. that. I'm entirely too tired to get into the nitty gritty of it. It's all, okay. But 
But yes, pay pay people. Pay me the dollar. Pay me the dollars. Wow, this was a fab episode. This, this was, was a, a fab episode. Like all of our episodes have lately have been like complete Gang roller coasters. Busters, yeah, yeah, we're unhinged, and we're I think unhinged. it's great. I love it. I think we're a wrecking ball. I think we're just like, a, but a beautiful one that doesn't and wreck I anything. My cat just like <laughs> out. poor Cleo is Clear. like Cleo is such a squishy little little baby right now because it's winter so she's all squishy and like Same. That's cuddly. The, that's the excuse I'm gonna that's use. That's this little baby right here. And every oh. time we scream, she freaks out. She's like, "Whoa!" But we're she gonna stays. we're gonna but have to a- make a whole episode about this at some point. But I have an appointment on Tuesday to talk to someone with a medical background about putting my ass on Ozempic. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> That's a great way to end it. Let's get into that. Let's let's get into that. All right, so um, put the Zempic in the table. You're so rich. Uh, pay me.